I am Ben Rikosh. I'm sitting here next to Soren Popasils, and this is Paper Thin Thoughts. On this podcast, we short-sighted, ill-advised, thought-provoking dimwits will speak our truths about trending topics that we experience in our daily lives. This week, we will be discussing our summers. I'll kick us off here. I had a pretty long 11-week summer working at a camp called Triple C. I think it's about halfway between Charlottesville and Scottsville, would you say, Mr. Uh, uh, ben over there? That sounds about right. Even even with the long trip there, big old 12-minute trip, I was running on my old car, which, Ben, you've seen the the beauty itself, the 27 it was Toyota a, Camry. It was a great car, but it, it did not. It died on me. Yeah. Let me tell you, on the last day, last day, Ben, I was driving it. I could feel the whole right side of my car shaking. I was almost at camp, so I was like, okay, this will be fine. But once I left, it was it was in shambles. I had to get it changed. But I'll get right into the actual camp. It's your typical camp, Ben. I'd say it's like, oh, it's always hot. Yeah, climate, ch- is, climate change will do that to you. Yeah, always hot. Food is mediocre, a lot worse than the food that we would eat here in Charlottesville. That's what you would expect. A lot of interesting kids. Sure. A lot of crying. A lot of hitting. Of course. A lot of falling. A lot of bees. A lot of bees. Yep. You wouldn't know how many yellow jacket nests my campers stepped on and then had to flee. But there's this one kid in particular that would always cause issues. I'll call him Eugene for the for the sake of safety and privacy. Eugene. Eugene's some, a good choice. He might have some hits on him at this point. He would come to camp. Eugene would stumble down the hill all the way down to the all the way down to the cabin, I think, on the rocks, and he would have his tongue out all the time. All morning, full tongue, right out. Like he's gonna lick you. How would you feel if you got licked by a kid, Ben? I wouldn't know what to think. I would be speechless. Really? Either in a good way or a bad way, depending on what kind what of kid. In a good way. You just got licked by a five-year-old. How could that be a good way? Okay, if it's five-year-old, it would be bad news. Yeah. Okay. You got to be careful with your words here, Ben. But <laughs> but this kid, <laughs> I think that he was always on medication because in the morning, he would barely be able to talk. He was just hitting, slapping, and licking, and sniffing, and biting. And by the time the day rolls on, he eats some food, it wears off, and he can actually start talking. By the end of the day, he can string a couple sentences together. But at the very beginning of the day, he'll hit someone, make a noise, and then run away. So I had a theory about this kid. His mom puts him on medication, and it wears off by the end of the day because he actually starts showing emotion. That's not just, I love hitting people and I love running. What kind of emotion does he show? Is it angry? At the end of the day? Yes. Is it disappointed? It's sadness. He starts crying more. Why is he sad? Did his girlfriend break up with him? Yeah, his five-year-old girlfriend did break up with him after the first day of camp. No, like I think it's just just kid emotions going home after a fun day with yours truly, Soren Pope's Hills, and a 21-year-old British guy as your counselors. How is this British guy have a strong accent? He has a very strong accent. Right, He's got you, the most typical British accent ever. Can you give us an example of what it was like on every typical Wednesday? Ben, I don't want to. I don't want to kill. I don't want to kill the mood. The viewers would probably click off and would cringe a lot. But 
right. He we'll say that. We'll say that for next episode. He says aluminium. That I'll leave it there. That's a little teaser. But British, very British. He, my my co-counselor, I'll say his name, Josh. He he would always not want to put up with Eugene. Josh is not the British one, though, is he? Yeah, he is. Oh, Josh, jo- is, Josh, Josh is, is a great one. British name. Yeah, Josh. That is a very typical name. I don't think he'd care, but it's Josh Smith, so it's probably the most it's generic It's a name. great British name. Yeah. He would always leave Eugene with me, make him, make me deal with him, all the crying, all the hitting. And when I wasn't there on some days, he would have to go through hell on earth. Did you feel like you were prepared to take on Eugene? When I first met Mr. Eugene, it was a very interesting experience because it was my first day as a counselor at all. I see. And Eugene had so much energy, and I had no idea how to act. I feel like I was still kind of a kid because I used to go to that camp, so I I wasn't really tapped into my full counselor abilities. I still felt like I could just have fun. And maybe deal you with You felt some like kids. you were a tweener between a, a camper and a counselor. Yeah. Yep. What's the word for that? Camper, counselor. Uh, a a, cr- uh, a counselor. A counselor. Skits. Skits. All right. Skits is That's the name. perfect. I was a skit. A, uh, a staff or counselor in training. Skit with a K. Or yep. a C. A skit with a skit C. Skit with a C. But, yeah. Eugene was interesting fella. So it sounds um, like you had a... Decently good time at camp, though. Did you um, yeah. did you have any good stories? Did you almost quit, or did you get paid well, anything like that? <laughs> wow, man, you really hit it on the hit it on the nail here. I did not. I'd say uh, mm, paying was the pay was typical, not typical. Uh, you would get paid a little less than minimum wage because it's a camp. I'm not going to go into full details, but it was not your typical job pay. I see. And the, what was it, stories I had were very good. The experience was great. Three weeks in, I hit that that point where it was like, yeah. oh, man, I got to get out of here. This is too much. And then I remembered, wow, if I was a camper like I was, how sad would I be if my counselors left? And that that's a great mindset to have. Just kept going, kept me, kept that, me, that is kept great. me running. But anyway, Eugene had a great summer. He gave me a dime at the end of the summer as a as a gift, a dime and like three little chocolate balls. And we'll always remember you, Eugene. <laughs> always in our hearts. He's not dead, but <laughs> he. He was a special kid. <laughs> he was truly a token of that camp. Yep. But anyway, uh, Ben, what, what did you have cooking during the summer? So I did a lot of traveling this summer, which I do every year. But this year I went to some great places like Boston, Maine, <coughs> Cleveland, Washington, D.C., uh, the West Coast in the Seattle area, Portland. It was an amazing summer. I got to see some great people, eat some great food, which is always a good time. Ooh. So, you know, it was overall a really good time. What was your top meal? My top meal. My top meal. 
That is tough. I mean, I got to say any meal that my grandpa makes is special just because of where it is and who I'm with. I really like when he makes waffles in the morning. I don't like waffles or pancakes or anything like that typically, what? but I really like it when he makes them. It's something special about those. So, yeah, that's probably one of my favorite things I ate over the summer. Hold on, Ben. You don't like waffles or pancakes. What do you eat in the morning? I have a simple breakfast. I eat uh, just usually a piece of fruit, a banana, and maybe a protein bar, but that's really it. I'm not huge on breakfast because I, uh, I think quality rather than quantity okay. for breakfast, which, um, yeah. I remember back in the day, you were a big cereal guy. I did, yeah. I did like cereal a lot. At Have one point in time, I had a fan club for cereal on Instagram. Yeah, I remember. Have you grown out of that? No, I still phase? I still really like cereal, but I don't eat it as often um, just because of dietary restrictions. Okay. What's your top three cereals and then the most overrated one in your opinion? Real quick. This is easy. Lucky Charms is overrated. I do not like Lucky Charms at all. Okay. Um, top three in no particular order would be Cinnamon Life, Honey Nut Cheerios, and it's gotta be Reese's Puffs. Probably cinnamon toast crunch at three. Yep. Ben, Ben, Ben. Th- those three cereals are, you know, really good. That hurts me a lot. I mean, Honey Nut Cheerios is, I'd say maybe top two. But what, what are your three? My three. So coming at most overrated would be Frosted Flakes. Ooh, they're just. It's just the consistency you when know, the milk I sets in. You know, I used to like Frost. I, Frosted Flakes used to be my go-to. They taste really good, and in the first 30 seconds, they're amazing. Yeah. and that But, you, you, you know, if you dally you along, ch- scroll through your phone, anything like that, after a minute or two, it just gets to a complete mess. Exactly. That's so overrated. I remember, oh, man. Frosted Flakes, top cereal. But I'd say top three would be I do like – a classic frosted mini wheats. They're a healthy that, option. I would put that in my top three instead of cinnamon toast crunch. I forgot yeah. about that. Frosted mini wheats. It's a healthy but sweet alternative. Second place, fruity pebbles. Hear me out. It does have that soggy Fruit loops consistency. Are better. No, it does have that soggy consistency. But that's why you pour small bowls, and you can have like three or four of them instead of one or two big bowls, so you can always have that crunch. And then top cereal, Reese's Puffs, obviously at the top. It's just that perfect blend of chocolate, peanut butter, and it leaves your milk tasting so good along with Fruity Pebble milk. So here's a question for you. Are you in the camp that puts milk in your bowl first before the cereal, or do you put cereal before the milk? I put cereal before the milk on the first bowl. There's a right answer to that question. Second bowl, I put the milk in. Or I have the cereal. I put the cereal in. Yeah. And then if it's too low, then I put more milk in. Exactly. Everyone should do that. There's a right answer to that question. If you put the milk in before the cereal on the first go, you need help. Yeah. You need Definitely. help. And you can DM me here, Ben, and we can get you some help. Yeah, exactly. Because that is criminal. Yes. Uh, Soren, what is your favorite meal that you ate over the summer? My favorite meal? I know you talked about some of the worst meals you ate, but what is your favorite? My favorite meal... I'd say, I think I had a really classic meal down in downtown Charlottesville at the Dairy Market. I think I'm going to get that later. But 
I had a really, really, really good steak at South and Central. Oh, wow. Which is also in the dairy market. Yep. It is crazy. The flank, no, no, the skirt steak with herb butter and the pupusas for your appetizer is crazy. And there's a good brisket appetizer, too. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, if you are in Charlottesville and haven't been to the dairy market yet, I highly recommend going. There are so many options for everyone in your family. There's some great pizza, burgers, all of the things you could want. I mean, it's great. Ice cream, too. Ice cream. All right. I think that will do it for this week's summer episode. Thank you so much for listening to week one of Paper Thin Thoughts. Soren, you have anything to close us out? Again, if you need help with the cereal thing, just find me or Ben. Ask us. But that should wrap us up. And thank you for listening. Yeah, let's kick it to the highlights. All right, let's go. Let's get into some of the, the highlights of the week. Some highlights. So Ben, you have a tweet of the week here. I see. I do have a tweet of the week. Okay. This is from at the Punny World on Twitter. Okay. It says the Earth is made up of seventy percent water, and it's uncarbonated. So technically, the Earth is flat. Hmm. As we're that, talking that about is, climate change, that is that very, is very top relevant. Top tier pun right there. The bunny world. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, it's it's, like, it's a very Ben joke right there. I didn't write it. The bunny world did. All right, let's get into the best thing you ate this week. Soren, you want to go first? Um, best thing I ate this week, I'd say it's Dino's Pizza or like Dino's. It's in the dairy market downtown, yep. around the downtown area in Charlottesville. I've had that pizza. It's fantastic. I had, a, I had a very good personal pizza. Just classic cheese always hits the spot with some ranch to dip it in. Definitely. And then some bacon and cheese fries on the side. Wow. It is great wood-fired pizza. I think it's one of the best there is in Charlottesville. I really like it. Uh, it's always perfect size they are super quick about it and they do a great job there it's an easy like 3,000 calorie meal it's super easy although it is a little expensive it uh, yeah seven dollar bacon and cheese fries does push the limits but i had cash so all right well my food that i ate this week is ribs i cooked myself some ribs uh saturday night it was Amazing. I had some ribs and carrots. It was not your typical pairing, but you know, I poured almost an entire bottle of barbecue sauce on my ribs and they were grilled to perfection and you know, doesn't get better than that. Oh man. Ben you're gonna have to make me some ribs sometime. I haven't had a good good rack of ribs in my life yet. I've had a couple from like buffets, but they don't amount to what you just described at all. I mean, they were great. All right. Let's get into guess who said it. Soren? So I have found two quotes, and we're going to go one at a time. So Ben has two shots. Um, I'm going to read the quote for him, and he's going to – I'm going to give him two names, and he's going to pick which one thinks that wrote the quote. So the first one is, I have no special talent. This is either Thomas Edison or Albert Einstein. Oh, both of those are very talented. So if you want to, like, pick apart the quote, pick apart the people, run down, just speak what you're thinking right now. I'm going to go with my gut. Okay. I think it's Thomas Edison. That sounds like a more modern way of speaking, and 
a less modest way of thinking, so I'm going to go Thomas Edison. Okay, are you sure? I am sure. Are you locking that in? I'm There's locking that in. There's always a chance to switch to everyone, right now. And to everyone listening, I have not seen this. There's a chance to switch right now. I'm giving you this one shot back. I'm locked in. Thomas Edison. It was Albert Einstein. Oh. Obviously, he had a lot of special talent, but I feel like... He did. I feel like I could maybe wrap my head around this. He was more of a genius. He didn't really have... It wasn't like talent to invent. He You're was right. more of a genius, so... Both of, both of these men are very valuable to the history of our world and have impacted how we live today. Yep. Um, I've got one more quote. All right, let's get it. Time is money. It's either David Hume, a Scottish philosopher, or big old Ben Franklin. I've heard this quote from so many different people, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say... Philosopher versus inventor slash scientist. I'm going to say it was the founding father, Benjamin Franklin. Okay, Ben. I'm going to, again, I'm going to give you the option to switch. You can lock it in or you can switch right now. Honestly, this is. I'm going to stick it. I think this is. You're going to stick it. This is an old phrase. Ben, this would be embarrassing if you went 0 for 2. This is an old phrase. I've heard it from so many different people. I think this phrase is is as old as time. chance to switch. I'm sticking. Benjamin Franklin. It was. Benjamin Franklin, you got All that. All right, sigh of relief. I tried to throw some, throw some mind games on him, but it did not work. <laughs> did not work. Oh, thank you for that segment. That was amazing. Now we'll cut to kids in the hall. What's up, everyone? I'm Ben, and I'm here with Elton. Uh, how you doing, Elton? What's your favorite thing you ate this summer? I'm doing good. Um, honestly, I would have to say, um, probably. I'm a very basic guy. I always ate like seafood. I went to like North Carolina and shit. It was very basic, but. Um, just a ton of seafood, and then the other night we had drunken noodles. I made myself a bunch of seafood too. That was amazing. It tastes better when you make it yourself itself, but I think that's pretty much all I got to say. Awesome. Sounds like you really like to cook. Thanks for your time. I'm here with Owen. What's up? Uh, what's the favorite thing you ate this summer? Oh man, I took a nice trip down to Topsail Island in uh, North Carolina earlier this summer. And there's a nice little quaint location down there called the Breezeway Restaurant and Motel. And they have an incredible shrimp scampi that I had. That had to be my favorite meal of the summer. It was A1, just top-notch, really good stuff. Awesome. Thanks, Owen. Hey, everyone. I'm Ben, and I'm here with... Evan. Hey, Evan. Uh, what's your favorite thing you ate this summer? Um, well, I've eaten a lot of things this summer. Uh, I ate, like, three meals a day, most days. But I just have to say that uh, my favorite food that I ate this summer was probably uh, Canes, chicken strips. Awesome. Thanks, Evan. Hey, everyone. I'm Ben, and I'm here with... Kate back. How you doing? Uh, what was your favorite thing you ate this summer? So I had these empanadas at Babadero in the downtown mall, and it was by far the best meal I had this summer. Awesome. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Hey everyone, I'm Ben and I'm here with Allison. Hey Allison, what's your favorite thing you ate this summer? Okay, this is really basic, but pepperoni pizza. It was fire from Christians because it's the best pizza in Charlottesville. Alright, we're gonna have to bleep some of that out, but thanks for your time. Perfect, everyone. Thank you for listening. This has been the Paper Thin Thoughts Podcast. This has been Paper Thin Thoughts Podcast. Thanks for listening. 
As always, I'm Soren Postills, accompanied by Ben Recosh. Keep up the thin thoughts and stay tuned for next week's episode. Paper Thin Thoughts is produced by the Charlottesville High School Podcasting Network. Executive producers are Jen Horn and Dave Stipe. Senior producers are Ben Rikosh and Soren Povasils. This episode was edited and mixed by Dave Stipe. Thank you to Mr. Rashad Pitt and the rest of the CHS faculty and staff for the support.